Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My favorite thing, oh, getting man. off a plane, especially when I'm like really tired, is like I don't take my headphones off when we're all getting off the plane, and I just like sit there with like just like a dead look on my face, and yeah. I wait till I get all the way off the plane, and I go to some random chair, like take off my headphones, actually, and break like, it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, finally. Oh my god. Stretch my face. We were in high school. Uh, yeah. Father, stretch my face. Part one. Kanye West. <laughs> Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly For your business paper needs Or Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Hello and guten tag to Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and agro-tourist, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Jaynes, salesman. And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Oh, Jim. <laughs> I thought you were Moe's. Does Moe's have nightmares? Oh, yes. <laughs> Ever since the storm. <laughs> Every week, and just as you have planted your seed in the ground, I am going to plant my seed in you. Every week, we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. But first, this week, Crime Man Squad FNC Double Time. Yeah, obviously, uh, everyone is still kind of dealing with the effects of coronavirus. And uh, because we're recording ahead of time, because things can change really quickly, we're not really going to talk about that much at all. Yeah. And probably moving forward, just because... We, we did last week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And already, it feels like that was forever ago. So, sure, sure. Um, let's just jump right into it. What are we talking and, and about this, this week? And this show's just for fun anyway. That's so. true, yeah. <laughs> Hang out with us. Don't think about it for a little while. It's like watching The Office. That's yeah. right. So this week, everyone's uh, been doing these. Everyone's been sending us these office brackets, like this March Madness bracket yes. where you pick episodes. It's, um, you can find it by Googling hashtag Office 15 bracket, um, and you can do it yourself. It's a lot of fun. I think the Office official like Twitter posted mm-hmm. it, it. It was. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to find because there's so many brackets out there. But hashtag mm-hmm. Office 15, it was for their 15th mm-hmm. anniversary. And then... Um, uh, we're gonna do that together. Uh, we, we have got some a, trivia. We got some trivia As sent in by a listener Teaser for this trivia. Yeah, uh, we have a capital T, capital O, the other Edwin who did oh. trivia before. Mm-hmm. He came back. He reloaded his revolvers and he went back Jeez. to the OK Corral to have a little gunfight. It's gonna be really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for He's that later. We're gonna yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, great. Well, uh, but uh, this week's topic: Shroot Farms. Oh, yeah. Um, This is kind of, I guess, going along with our uh, geographical category of episodes. Uh, Yeah, this one kind of started with us talking, wanting to talk a little bit about The Farm, which is an episode in season nine that was a potential pilot for a potential spin, or it was the pilot for a potential spinoff of The Office, starring Dwight running Shrewd Farms with his family. Um, It's a very unique episode of the show, and we decided, why don't we expand it and talk about what Shrewd Farms is to The Office, what it means to The Office, and all the different points where we get to see Dwight's other world that he uh, lives right. and operates, yeah. Right, right. We do episodes about uh, full se- seasons, uh, episodes, characters, and uh, now we've been doing places. We did the annex. Now, this episode, we're getting outside of the mm-hmm. office. And a fitting a fitting uh, episode for these times. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to Shroot Farms to quarantine mm. yourself in a self-sustaining... <laughs> you got all the beats you That's need right. for years and years. Dwight's got his, his fallout shelter just... full of okra and dried milk. Yeah, but help him restore that car in the slaughterhouse. It's yeah. a little a hobby to 
to pass the time. Reanimate a bowl. Yeah, build drink, a chair. Drink some beet wine. Jump cars in a motorcycle. Yeah. The architecture reminds one of a quaint Tuscan beet farm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so, I mean, I think we're going to jump all over the place. There's plenty to talk about with Shroot Farms. But, mm. uh, you know, there's kind of, I, I think there's six episodes, essentially, that we see Shroot Farms in. There's the initiation. Um, there's money. The surplus, garden party, doomsday, and the farm, and so we'll get into and all finale. those. Did I miss any? Ah, finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. And then, uh, and then moving on in season nine, we also go for a quick. Moving on. That's right. Time. That's but right. anyway, we'll we'll talk about all of that. I think uh, in the early seasons, one could argue oh, yeah. Gettysburg as well. Mm. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I mean, yeah, just I for see, the yeah for, for the, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. We do exactly. see old pictures of the farm. That's right. That's right. Oh yes. That's a, that's. I know what you're <laughs> saying from the battle. The archivist. Yes. Technically, yes. Yeah. DPA, Death Breaker. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, I think as the show begins and we learn about the characters, we learn that there's this other side to Dwight that he owns and operates a beet farm in Scranton, Pennsylvania with his mm-hmm. cousin Moe's. And, you know, it, it just kind of contributes to the general sort of strangeness that is Dwight, combined with the fact that he takes everything so seriously and is so committed. Uh, Rain Wilson is, it plays the part so well. Yeah. Um, to see Shrewd Farms kind of grow and develop, it almost mirrors a little bit in the way The Office itself goes from being a show that is very serious and very mundane mm-hmm. to a show that's a little bit wilder, a little sillier, a little crazier. Yeah, there's just something about, too, I think we've, I mean, you know, we, we get to see the farm uh, in the initiation, but um, Dwight just talks about it for so long. Right. And so that's so much fun when it's like there's kind of like a reveal, like where, we, <laughs> where we're going to the farm. Um, and Jim and Pam certainly feel that way by the time they go and money. Well, it's alluded to. Dwight talks about having his own crossbow range. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. <laughs> I think in season one, he talks about restoring a car in his slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then it's in Office Olympics that we find out that it's a beet farm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's ta- he's talking about moving in with Michael uh, because they go to look at Michael's new condo. And he's like, you know, I have got a, a 60 acre beet farm mm-hmm. with a nine bedroom farmhouse. There's just the one bathroom under the porch, though. <laughs> There's another line. I, I think it's the. It might be one of the early times when he talks about Shrew Farms, where he says sometimes teenagers use it for sex. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> well, speaking of teenagers too, yeah. there's also the pizza delivery guy <laughs> yeah, who yeah. has been stealing. He's the guy who yeah. grows the real yeah. weed. They grow hemp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> that guy. That's a great little moment. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Dwight's place in the community. <laughs> Uh, funny because it comes up <laughs> yeah. later when like you know we find out his brother is a pot farmer in mm-hmm. California that's right um, but yeah what was your first impressions of shoot farm I, I think with the initiation is the first time we we sort of see so, it, it kind of comes out of left field no pun intended right in initiation which uh, season three, three. Um, Ryan is uh, you, you know hasn't made a sale or something like that and so Dwight's gonna take him out on a sales call Dwight's the best salesman in the company mm-hmm. um, but of course on the way to Going out on this sales call, they take a pit stop at Shroot Farms, um, and uh, Ryan must overcome several obstacles <laughs> and learn and learn some lessons. He has to vanquish fear. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We meet Mose. That's the first time we meet Mose, I believe. I think so. Yeah, dressed as fear. Yeah. <laughs> what a uh, coordinated effort by Dwight, knowing that right he was going to take Ryan there. You know, make sure he, make making sure Mose has his fear shirt on. Yep. Making sure the flow of where they're going to be, they're going to start here in the planting a seed, right. and then they're going to end up. He's going to walk here. They're going to end up at the farm. Quite a production there, yeah. And, I, and also, I do love just how big Shroot Farms is. They can yeah. play, they play with that a lot, and we'll get into that. But it's like you know they're out in the beet fields, and then they're inside of the barn. And uh, and that we don't even get into the farmhouse. It doesn't scratch the surface of yeah, exactly yeah. the geography of Shrewd Farms and everything that can potentially take place there. You think right. about the seesaw that we see later on. Yeah, we think about. I think of it's I a seesaw. Seesaw with Mose and I seesaw all the time. All the time. <laughs> uh, there's a talking head. I think it's too. a it's a blooper for sure, but I don't know if it's actually in the show where you, uh, Dwight says, "If you thought, if I thought that uh, I was creating life capable of my own destruction." I would have thought you were talking about the bulmos and I are trying to reanimate. Right? And Shrewd Farms is the canvas for jokes like that, for yeah. moments like that. So, oh my gosh, think yeah. of all the projects that that Dwight is working on, like a like a mad scientist. Exactly. At, yeah. At, at, at Shrewd Farms, he's well, he's got he's restoring the car and an old train engine right, in his yeah. slaughterhouse. He tells Toby that at one point. 
<laughs> You're into trains? <laughs> when they... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what a fun little kinship moment between Dwight and Toby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's when what an odd pairing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's when they're uh, trying to catch Daryl. Yeah. Um, staying homesick. But to bring it back to initiation... Uh, that's or, or a drop injured. I gotta make. Yeah. When you talk about coordinated effort, you know, it ends with... Dwight saying, Ryan, just get in the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> and then he looks over at Moe's after Ryan leaves, and Moe says, he seemed nice. Yeah. And Dwight looks at him and says, where are all the animals? I love, <laughs> I love that line so much. That's such a, like, I love that line. There's, there's a, for some reason, like, there's another line that that reminds me of, and it's when, uh, it's when Angela's, like, doing a talking head, and at the end of it, she just, like, are they flies in here? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's just that? something so. It's funny like they leave the, the camera yeah. running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where are all the animals? <laughs> um, I was gonna say also Dwight is working on the uh, the machine that takes meat from a horse without killing it. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what he calls oh, it. Oh God! If he has a name for That's it right. at all. Um, Horse boat. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think the writers chose beets? Of, of anything is, that Dwight could have been a farmer of. It's it's perfect. I think it's, I mean, it's, I think a lot of people don't like beets. I personally love them. I'm sure. I don't like beets. Really? I, I, I hate like beets. beets. Yeah, I don't yeah. like eating uh, dirt. Here in, here in Portland. No, yeah. Hey, man, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that you also felt this way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I think can't stand them. Oh, hey. I like that. Earth, I like yeah. that earthy. Oh, gosh. Oh, I need sanitizer. <laughs> I, oh, man. I, I, oh, yeah, no, no thanks. Dude, I love them. Here in Portland, there's a, a restaurant called Trinket on uh, Caesar Chavez. They do borscht. it. Oh, dude. They, oh, I do love borscht. But they do a, a beet Bloody Mary. It's ooh, Get so out of here, good. dude. No, thanks. Love it. Ugh. It's kind of, you know what I think the thing about beats is probably a lot like Dwight in real life if we actually met Dwight mm-hmm. just like not for everyone yeah if you like him you really like him yeah but sure. most people are just like it's just like a hard yes yeah. or no like yeah. I hate Dwight don't like him there is something inherently funny about beats they're they I mean, sound funny they're red yeah they're beats. red if you eat a bunch of beats your poop turns red um turns your teeth red uh <laughs> beats is a funny word I think it is so I don't know why they chose beets, but let's <laughs> who knows. Let's pull back on track. <laughs> Talking about restaurants and borscht. Those are the money beets. Uh, yes. Yeah, there you go. Um, do you want to move on to money? The episode. Yeah. Do I ever? I always want to move on to money. Yeah, I know money is Alex's favorite episode of The Office. That is true. That uh, is true. That might come back later yeah. on our and bracket. And it feels as if that's a moment where they really formally introduce Shrewd Farms into the show. As Jim and Pam are driving up, Jim says. I've heard about his beet farm for years, but I never thought I'd actually be here. Yeah. There's something to that extent. Right, right. And uh, Pam is coming up with all the puns, Embassy Beats, the Radish Inn. <laughs> How are you doing Beat, this? Beats Motel. <laughs> He's like, I always thought Pam and I's first night together would be, you know, somewhere. Nice hotel, right, yeah. romantic yeah. dinner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thought there'd be some manure. Right. Um, just less. Uh, as, as they're driving up, Mose is running alongside the car. Outpaces the car. But yeah. Mose has yeah, a yeah. Mose has a fast <laughs> Mose has a fascination with cars that comes up in the garden party as mm-hmm. well. Um, mm. But uh, but yeah, uh, they get to, into the farmhouse, which apparently has nine bedrooms, but only three are guest rooms. You've got uh, you got irrigation, um, nighttime, and uh, what was it? America. America? America was the first. Come on now. Pardon me. That's a basic trivia question. Um, <laughs> disgust me. <laughs> Completely wireless at Shroop Farms. Once we find those, wi- where we've <laughs> well, hit those wires, we'll be back up and running. There you go. We'll get that power back on. That's right. Um, I love that Dwight has the guest book where he writes down mm-hmm. their needs for. Uh, do you have any food allergies or dietary restrictions? Yes, we we will be requiring a bedtime story. Yeah, <laughs> that little the little countertop that folds, folds up out of the wall. Yeah, that's just mm-hmm. nice little touch mm-hmm. of like. And, and the way Robert Dwight's personality in. changes when he's either at Shroot Farms or talking about it or when he's on the phone, mm-hmm. you know, we see these little bits of, and this all plays out a lot in money. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in the farm. I mean, re, we'll get to the farm. Rewatching that episode was crazy. But yeah, um, just the way that his his competence completely changes from the office. Like he's equally competent, it feels, Definitely. as he is as a paper salesman, as he is like this beet farmer. And clearly he must have, like Moses doing the day-to-day labor Around the farm, because I mean, Dwight's in the office. Mose. So another thing about Mose, there's a deleted scene of Michael talking about Mose and says like, "Oh, he's such a weirdo. Um, 27 years old, he's never left the beat farm." Like that's as what in we're F- led to believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever, 
ever, ever. It, Same with their, the, uh, the Mennonite minister, bo- although born only minutes from here. <laughs> yeah. Speaks only German. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. That's it's uh that was that's the one thing about when they introduced it in initiation and then you get to see it working in money, you're like this would take a huge amount of work to make this farm worth growing beets and being mm-hmm. at all profitable. Mm-hmm. It'd be a really right. hard thing and Dwight doesn't strike the... me as someone who would be burning money on a 60-acre beet farm. No. So clearly m- I mean Mose must be doing a lot of the work. Dwight's probably, you know, keeping track of of everything else. I right. don't know. Who knows? I guess the point is not to figure out how shoot farms works, but uh, in money, we do get to see all the wonderful things it has to offer. Uh, <laughs> we see, uh, I mean, they have a seesaw there. We know that. Of course, all the table making, all the woodworking, and, uh, and beet wine. Well, yeah, <laughs> beet where they're, wine. they have that, they're just pounding the beets <laughs> in what is like a giant mortar and yeah. pestle and that big wooden spoon where yeah. he tastes it. Yeah. Well, I wanted to. We get to see all the sets: the like field, the, the barn, the inside yeah. of the house. There's, uh, there's just so much to see, and it yeah. really expands the world of the office. Yeah, it, it's just mean, a natural setting too, like yeah. the greenery, this sort of pastoral thing. It's <laughs> completely different from the, the beige walls of the office. Um, I also have to bring up in talking about money. There's a lot of talk about TripAdvisor, and if you go on Google yeah. and Google Shroot Farms, the first thing that comes up is the Shroot Farms TripAdvisor page. Um, great reviews. Great reviews. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of fair reviews. There's something I'll say like, that. There's a lot. There's uh, 1,200 reviews on there to, oh my gosh. to peruse. <laughs> um, it does say at the very top of the page, message from TripAdvisor. This is a fictional place as seen on NBC's The Office. Please do not try to book a visit here. <laughs> um, can I just mention this part? In uh, popular mentions, like the little tags at the bottom, uh-huh. uh, on TripAdvisor says... Irrigation room, beet wine, table making, yep. goat, Harry Potter, borscht, <laughs> indoor plumbing, bedtime story, bed and breakfast, uh, themed rooms, civil war, simpler times, exotic meats, fresh beets, getaway, manure, and white. <laughs> fun, uh, fun to follow some of those tags through TripAdvisor, by the way. Um, there's, a, there's also a list of activities that I think somebody else uh, pulled off of there. I'm reading on Dunderpedia. They, you've got plowing fields, making tables, beet wine classes, mattress making, tour of the fields, tour of the barn, <laughs> tour of the slaughterhouse, Moses table making demonstration, Don <laughs> <Dawn> goose walks. It's <laughs> just walking with a flock of geese at dawn. I don't know. Beehive maintenance and honey harvesting. Oh, uh, yeah. Beet planting. And Moses trampoline tricks. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. Cannon, cannonball, lemon bomb, go Yankees! I'm a war hero. Go Yankees! More spins and helicopter. That's <laughs> oh, oh, fantastic. That's really great. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Anything else from money? I mean, it's there's there are a couple. I mean, there's some surprising moments there with with Jim and Pam and. This is, again, in the height of Dwight's sort of depression about Angela. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we see that played out where he's still putting on this brave face to, like, I'm a good proprietor of he, this bed and breakfast. Yeah. Like, J- I will take care of you, despite going through insane personal turmoil that we then right. hear audibly later. Dwight is all about duty. Yeah. 100%. He, yeah. So he... Are you giving me manure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, gosh, why did you tell everyone that I use store bought manure when I showed you where my manure comes from? No, Mose, put down the manure, do not throw it. Look, Mose whittled this for you. <laughs> Some fat back bacon, yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, I think, yeah, to your point, uh, in money. We do get to see it is undercut by the fact that Dwight is going through something emotionally. Um, and even still, he is so committed. Uh, the commitment that he gets when he's reading the bedtime story. I love that Moses is wearing a Jurassic Park T-shirt mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and that he commits all the way through. And yeah. uh, even at work when he's very sad, Jim and Pam leave a very positive review. And um, that, that's enough to brighten his spirit. Yeah. And it's a moment where it seems like Jim and Pam are going to this almost mean spiritedly in a way right. to kind of, you know, it's. Oh my gosh! Can you believe we're actually at Dwight's? Yeah, they're, beef they're farm, teasing but, him about it. Yeah, ex- exactly. Or that's the that's the way it comes off. But mm-hmm. by the end, they turn around and, they, and Dwight says to Pam, "I'm glad you had a nice time." And she says, "We really did." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think they truly did, despite mm-hmm. you know wondering what century it was when they were there, <laughs> with the door swinging open and Moses sitting yeah. in the outhouse. Oh God! What yeah. century is this? Uh, I'd say one and six. What? 
Oh, I thought you asked what our chances are of getting murdered. <laughs> I also love, I mean, we've talked about it before, but that part when Jim finds Dwight moaning in the middle of the night. Oh. And then he's like, Mose, is that you? Do you have another nightmare? <laughs> Does Mose have nightmares? Oh, yes. Ever since the storm. It's good stuff. It was a nasty storm. All-time quote. Nasty storm at, yeah. at uh, Shroot Farms. Well, it... I'd, th- I'd say that moves moves us into the next episode. Uh, the surplus actually um, has some time spent uh, at Troop Farms. Andy and Angela's relationship uh, brings them to Troop Farms as a venue for their wedding, perhaps. The first of uh, several weddings. That's right. Yeah, this is in the, the moment where Andy and Angela are engaged and they're looking at wedding venues and... Angela is very picky about where she wants to get married. And so they, they eventually find their way to Shrewd Farms and Dwight is going to take them through and show them what the ceremony could be like. There's a great little bit of dialogue from Andy where he says, I'm a little concerned about these directions. Uh, I mean, like 156 paces from the light red mailbox, make a left, walk until you hear the beehive. Uh, but my biggest concern is there's only one bathroom. We'll dig a trench. As long as it's downhill from the well, we should be fine. Nana Mimi cannot squat over some trench. Well, we're going to put out stumps. Come on. <laughs> Dwight's so consistent. Dwight, if we pay extra, would you slaughter the animals a day later? Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I think what's also great about this episode is we kind of learn Angela's got this fascination with Troop Farms also. She tells Andy, like, she kind of speaks about it, like, so romantically, you know, slats in the barn so that you can see the light coming through and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, it hasn't been explicitly said that she spends a lot of time there, but now we... She's intimately familiar yeah shoot farms and at the end after the fake wedding that dwight sort of engineers right. angela comes around but she she gets the vision of her wedding and it turns out that dwight has staged this wedding where they're actually married and angela gets really upset about it yep. um but she does for a moment say you know i made the wrong choice i, I realize now everything looks so perfect um mm. so clearly angela has a connection to shoot farms as well one that comes back quite a bit in the later uh, later part of the show in season nine when mm. dwight and angela eventually get together and get married right um of course, what also happens in this episode is uh, Andy has a lot of um, fun at Shrew Farms, uh, stepping into uh, uh, giant <laughs> piles of manure in every uh, place he goes. <laughs> Darn. Why is that in the kitchen? <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Why is that in the kitchen? Yeah. I love that they use it. They only do it twice. It's the, yeah. In comedy, it's the rule of three, and that it, you get it yeah. once, and it's funny, and then you get it, the surprise, but they never go back to it. That's just true. leave it there. I thought that's true. a very deft writing Instead, choice. Instead, you just get uh, um, Moe's throwing a football at his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then in, uh, we don't, we don't go to shoot farms again for a little while, uh, until garden party in season eight. Um, this boy, do we come back? <laughs> um, Andy tries to throw a garden party to impress, um, Robert California and also his parents. Um, that's a low key, like super, super cringy episode. You know, we've talked a lot about, oh, yeah. we've Definitely. talked a lot about, you know, it's how Scott's tots, everyone is like, that's the most uncomfortable. And it's like, Garden Party is real tough. It's pretty and bad. And Diwali, I still think, is the most cringy. That's a topic oh, yeah, that's for another time. One. But but yeah, Garden Party, the whole thing with getting his dad up to sing is Ooh. really Ooh. difficult. Oh, to watch. I know. I kind of, I actually, in rewatching it, I like didn't really pay attention <laughs> oh, to that man. part. I kind of realized that I was like, yeah, I I just was like, it's really rough. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the shortest, funniest moments in the whole show is Josh Groban breaking into his real voice for that split second. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I, lo- I love that. Um, but yes, a lot of uncomfortable moments in this, especially with Andy talking to his Bye, dad. Tina. Yeah. Bye, <laughs> and this must be your lovely wife, Pam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brodard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, I mean that episode is it's so much about Andy. Much more than Dwight. Of course, we still see Dwight as a hundred percent committed host. Right. Um, he even uses a book about using, throwing a garden party using by the James prank rule book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, there's several office journals you can buy online where they're like they make real 
book covers with just journal pages. One of them is you could buy Throwing a Garden Party. Oh, that's By awesome. James Trickington. That's, oh, that's fantastic. As a journal. They also have Somehow I Manage. Anyway. An uh, interesting thing from that is Robert California saying to Dwight, mm-hmm. you should not focus on the beats. You should focus on the hosting. I would Good. spend a large amount of money to have my birthday party here. Why? Like, yeah. I'm not interested in goats. Why did you spend so much time <laughs> explaining the goats? <laughs> I can get you exotic meats, hippo yeah. steaks, giraffe burgers. It'll all be goats. We'll be, we'll be in touch. And he delivers that line, they'll all be goats, looking over his shoulder backwards at the camera. Yeah. They'll all be goat. <laughs> but that's, that's a good moment because like, when people come to Dwight's space, he's very much in charge in a way that he's not at the office. Yeah. Like he's... He, it's like, he's like, I can serve you goat right now and tell you it's anything and you're going to believe me. <laughs> and he has this sort of like rural knowledge that no one else in the office has. Mm-hmm. And in Garden Party, you know, it's like he throws a damn good party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, all things considered. that The the fire sticks and dancing at the oh, end. Oh, the, the closing ceremonies. He gets a whole staff. Yeah. it's Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, the tableaus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the first moment of that where it's just him and one woman that actress plays it so well yeah, like, she's so like, uncomfortable uh, yeah. <laughs> clearly doing acting out these weird forms but yeah like, yeah and i hope that, it, and yeah. i hope that they didn't choreograph that ahead of time he just <laughs> yeah. started going yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and we, you know we, we've talked about a lot of times when the we you get the office out of the office into uncomfortable places mm-hmm. and they, they can always like you said they did take a long break from shoot farms but it's a pretty dependable place to take the cast back and funny things just happen when they're there because yes. these you know, white collar workers in a very rural setting. It's yeah, always the, funny. The scope is so big. Mm-hmm. Shrewd Farms is big enough to handle whatever you want to put there. White's wedding, garden party, you know, right. whatever evil it is. Evil Knievel stunt for Moe's. Yes. Honestly, I don't, I don't think it's like often the same field that they're going back to to film. And all, sure. I mean, you know what I mean, though? Uh-huh. It seems like it seems as, almost as if it's so big that we're never in the same place acres, twice. Man, I mean, yeah, yeah. Good chunk. Um, but uh, after garden parties. Wait. I don't want to stop talking about Garden Party. Okay, yet. sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You have to I'm talk about Moe's the valet. Okay. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Uh, yeah, please, where he please. takes yes, Toby's car. Oh my gosh. I'm the valet. You have to give me your car, and he gives him a nut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his, little, his token to get it back. And yeah. he drives just into the field. Yeah. <laughs> and then later he just runs across the tops of the car. <laughs> you have to give him um, your car. He's dressed as the little daredevil with the bike. <laughs> Very aggressive with people, getting them in and out of the yeah. car. Toby he, doesn't want him. <laughs> to drive the car. <laughs> the other thing that I want to talk about is at the beginning of Garden Party where Dwight is giving everyone a view of what's going, what the map is like at Shrewd Farms. Mm. He's got the whiteboard. Oh, um, nice. And he's got it up like this. Oh, I'm just yeah. going to read oh, you okay. a couple of yeah, the details yeah, yeah. here. Please do. In the bottom corner, he has Shrewd Farms labeled with an arrow. He calls it the Root, ve- root Vegetable District. And there are squares <laughs> for parsnips, radishes, turnips, and beets. Uh, up ahead, oh. there's an outlet mall. And up above that, it just says unexplored. Uh, there's an X next to Outlet Mall that just says Danger. There's a thing that says Cemetery. Uh, there's a Route 6. There's a Pond. Trail of Tears. Good Sushi. Gay District. And another thing that just says Danger. Danger. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me, I think there might be one uh, more thing. No, and there's another one that just says Stay Away. Ridiculous. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Dwight uh, says, you know, I've been wanting Shrew Farms to break into the high-end event hosting industry for some time. And the garden party is his opportunity. That's right. So, um, did he accomplish his goal? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doomsday, yes. Doomsday. Uh, we've got uh, you know we're in season eight. Dwight, of course, is very upset about Andy being becoming manager. Um, you know, Dwight's had all these missteps lately, and and uh, and is uh, feeling down. So, anyways, he creates a doomsday device um, that after five mistakes. All of everyone's mean emails about Robert California will be sent to him. Um, and and we visit Shroot Farms only after the Doomsday device. They failed. They committed too many mistakes. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then... Uh, trigger the device. And then they head to Shroot Farms to try and win Dwight over. Five mistakes in less than a day. <laughs> you don't deserve this branch. Yeah. <laughs> Made a good point. Made a good point. <laughs> Um, yeah, they send Pam because um, she's always had that connection with Dwight. Um, plus, she's pregnant, right? Isn't yeah. that what they say? Yeah. And then Kevin has that undeniable something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. Guys. <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> they give him that little stop and shop hat uh-huh. or the gas station hat. Mm-hmm. Right. They help him fill it, dig a hole. What does yeah. it look like I'm doing? I'm digging a grave for a horse. It's always bothered me that Dwight's digging the grave for a, a horse alone and has four extra shovels mm-hmm. standing by just in case. Oh, you're right. Um, 
Anyways, I mean, uh, this episode, like, I don't know. Is there anything to really bring up that's... I think we it acknowledges that we see a different sort of interior of Shrewd Farms, where he says, mm. this latest edition was built by Erasmus Shrewd in 1808. It doubled as a tuberculosis recovery room <laughs> until 2009. <laughs> <laughs> 200 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think also just like Pam and Dwight's friendship uh, at this point in the series and like her having been there before and her being the one who kind of wins Dwight over. That's all very it's just nice that it all happens at at, at Shrew Farms at Dwight's uh, Dwight's set. Pam it's- overwhelmingly shows emotional intelligence throughout the show and she's able to connect with characters in a way that I think no one else in the office really is the way she connects with Michael mm-hmm. um, and Nellie right in the way mm-hmm. that other characters maybe don't. Um, and I think she connects to Dwight, especially in this moment, by not demanding something from him, by just offering friendship, by just, you know, going to going to him. Oh, this, oh your, I forgot how pretty your house is. Yeah, right, right. Things like that. Yeah. That's and right. it's a funny, like, we don't go to any other character's home mm-hmm. nearly as much as Dwight and Shrew Farms. I mean, obviously, we see Michael's condo. Yeah. We see Jim and Pam's house a couple times. A little bit. You know, we see uh, we see Angela's house. You know, we see a little a bit little of where people live. Bit. We even yeah, see yeah. Kevin's home for a sec with his dog. But like, true <laughs> yeah. farms, oh you know, is like, that's where the, the whole cast goes there several times, you know. And it's it's sort of the version of like, you have a friend with a truck. They're always going to help you move. It's like, Dwight has a lot of land. So everything group related, you're going to go do it, true farms. That set for Kevin's <laughs> Kevin's house. If you ever go back and watch it, it is a chair against a wall. <laughs> we don't need anything for this joke. <laughs> it's not the joke. Are you yeah. curious about what Dwight's cabbage pie was like? Always sounds yeah. bland. <laughs> you know, go what would go great with this cabbage pie is some milk. What kind of animal? Don't say cow. (laughs) (laughs) Please, I love Cornell. If it weren't for them, we wouldn't have cabbage today. Well, modern cabbage. (laughs) That's good. James, Pamela, and P.P. Halpert. (laughs) I think we can move on to the farm. Yes. Cool. Um, The farm, of course, um, is, you know... a sort of a bottle episode, I guess, and then it all happens at the farm um, for the most part. Except for a genius cold open of Dwight throwing dirt in people's faces. Mm. Oh, my gosh, yes. Acidic, all right. Right. <laughs> it's acidic, all right. The the way that Rain Wilson throws the dirt is so funny. I was laughing so hard this morning rewatching this episode. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and the way he says, like, red, fertile soil, or <laughs> it's like black. Acidic soil. Acidic soil, yeah. It's so good. Um but yeah, then it ends up with the farm. And this episode feels, looks, everything about it is different from the rest of the show. And mm-hmm. it, that was intentional, yeah. like you said, as it's sort of used as a pilot for a potential spinoff. But mm-hmm. um, so much of the time is Dwight with these people we haven't met yet, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a super, super unique episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we it, The whole premise or the inciting incident is the death of Aunt Shirley, who we see very briefly in the episode Moving On, which is right. shortly before this. Um, and in that, we do go to Shrewd Farms, and we we just get that briefest. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it, the, the point is to introduce us to Aunt Shirley, not necessarily to explore the world of Shrewd Farms, but yeah. another instance where that location is being utilized. But anyway, in the farm, it brings back Dwight's estranged family, his sister, his brother, his cousin, um, and they are tasked with... Uh, running this farm if they are to inherit it. So um, they all get brought back together. Very unique cast. Thomas Middleditch. Yeah. Um, a number of other... You know, Badger just, from... Yeah, from Breaking Bad. Yeah, they're just a, a very unique group that would have been brought together for this. Uh, and uh, the actress that... I, I I don't have her name in front of me. Uh, mm-hmm. But the actress who um, plays... Oh, Fanny. Uh, the the woman that he's interested in. Oh, Esther Bruner. Esther, Esther, thank you, thank you. Um uh, she's in the band of um, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Oh, I had no she idea. She is the oh, accordion, really? the accordionist for uh, Acc- Edward accordi- Sharp. Accordionist. Yeah. Accordionist. Home. Accordionist. There we go home. It's, sure. it's fitting because of the way the episode closed with them all sitting on the stairs playing Sons and Daughters by the Decemberists. Right. Well, Michael sure has a special relationship with the Decemberists, I guess. And Rain Wilson looks kind of looks like Colin Malloy a little bit, so <laughs> yeah. that sort of works. Kind of, they both have square faces. That is a timestamp moment for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, that man. feels very yeah. 2013, right? I think, I think someone else... Too. What a... Yes, what a rise well. and fall. Like, I haven't yeah. heard about them 
it's a very specific yeah, genre. Like two years, very, of like a they were huge folksy indie rock friend, friend folk bands. Yeah, mm-hmm. big. Yeah, that was kind of back to the 60s, a lot of the stomping, a, a lot of the yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Millennial Whoop. Was yeah, born there. Millennial oh, Whoop. There we yes. go. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. Of course. Um, but in the farm. But in the yeah. farm. Let's, let's go back. Uh, uh, we just get to see Dwight. Take it, it, the version of Dwight that we see in the farm is very different from the yeah. version that we see in the office. Yes. Well, he's the leading man. Yes, you absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's the yeah, exactly. He's the in the head of the family, the head of the farm. Um, he's going to take a unique role with his sister and his brothers. They they need him clearly. It's um, weird because he has to play the straight man a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not used to seeing that. And like the whole scene where he's. He's milking the goat with the the boy. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's right. a little kid from Bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah. And, and from uh, showing him around from the Hay Place. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and, yeah. and um, yeah. yeah, it's the same little boy. That's uh-huh. it's. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Hay Place, a place for hay. There we go. Thanks. Thanks for setting me up there. <laughs> Excuse me, get off of there. Those are show bales, not play bales. But yeah, it's it's like we get this sort of serious. Dwight, who is in charge of this farm and sort of suddenly has this burden mm-hmm. of leading his siblings and nephews and nieces, uh, you know, to the promised land, with <laughs> inheriting a 1600 acre farm. Right, right. Massive. Yeah. Which is bordered by his 60 acre farm. So right, it's like yeah. he's going to, you know, tenfold increase his, his acreage. And it's like, man, that show would have been so different for Rain Wilson, his, his like career in life, I wonder. Oh, yeah. You know? There's, there's a great talking head from Zeke, Dwight's cousin, who mm-hmm. says, Growing up with Dwight and Moe's was not easy. Dwight was obviously the cool one, and Moe's was the visionary. Which <laughs> left me to be the comedian. <laughs> and in the moment, like... the visionary. In the moment when the, when the funeral starts and they're just listing facts about it, surely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The neighbor pulls up and he's like, Did you guys get her height? They nod. Like, land size? No. And he takes off his hat. Like, she had a 1600 Baker Beat farm, largest in the area. Um, they're descriptive people. They're descriptive people. <laughs> That's what Oscar says. But we see him wrestling with Jeb, you know, when his mm-hmm. car goes right into the oh, grave. I love when and he parks like, and he, look at what I did. Look at what I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and immediately he's wrestling. And even, even when Zeke shows up and they have the moment where they, they both say, get in the sidecar. You get in the sidecar. And <laughs> jump to the shot of them riding both on the motorcycle with an empty sidecar. Oh my God. It's such a good, they actually have a really good dynamic, those two. Yes. Um, and, you know, obviously Thomas Middleditch went on to do big, great things, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. it would have been a really fun character to see him sort of enter the mainstream. Yeah. You know, not so quite as neurotic of a character mm-hmm. as, as Richard Hendricks. In, Do you guys uh, wish that the, that the farm got picked up? Now I, I wish it was. Mm-hmm. I don't really <laughs> know where they were going with it. Yeah. Is kind of what I have to say about the, the first episode. It's just like, because like, I guess that's sort of the pilot, right? Mm-hmm. So you almost consider oh. that to be episode one. It ends with the siblings walking down the road towards the farm with the shot behind them. And I'm just, well, it, it, it's, it's such a like, here's the start of now they have to turn this farm into a life, you know? Like, that's what it would have been. Yeah, like, a, a what, workplace what comedy the, in a way. Yeah, but what? I don't know. I don't know. I wonder I mean, how I guess well the, the mockumentary style would have fit. Let me guess. You don't like setting. it, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't really seem like, yeah, it's just like, oh, it's just a weird family who owns a farm. I don't really, it yeah. didn't, it didn't, I guess it's like, you know, Thomas Middleditch is kind of the, the rich guy and Dwight's the, uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, it didn't feel like. Schitt's Creek is what that show is. Yeah, but even Schitt's Creek is better. And that's, and Schitt's Creek is but kind the of. the farm isn't actually a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, sure. Okay. But I mean, it's just a better like idea from the start. Sure. It's a better pitch. It's a really rich family now is in like, you know, a crummy town or like the show Green Acres. It's a real, which is an old oh, show. Throw them back. Yeah. yeah. Damn, Throwback. Dude. I mean, that's, that's funny because like, da, 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 da. it's just all about, you know, this, this wealthy socialite who decides to move to the, the small country and, and have a small farm and just, oh, ha ha. He doesn't uh, like, you know, that, that kind of like odd couple sort of thing going on between him and the small town. Um, but you don't even have that here really. Right. I don't, it's not going to be anyways. I don't know. I didn't think it was going to be a good show. It would have taken a little bit to find itself. Certainly as most shows do the office as it found itself could so often rely on Michael Scott's talking heads to bring a lot of immediate comedy Mm -hmm. and to prop up different scenarios. I wonder because Dwight has to take everything so seriously, if we would have that sort of urgent 
comedic relief while the show was kind of figuring out mm-hmm. what it was going to be and what it was going to do. That's the part that doesn't work. Dwight is funny and interesting when he is the, you know, the odd duckling, you know, he's, but if he's the center of it and yeah, and, him as a patriarch of the family of like the responsible one, it's, it's not, he's not as funny. Yeah. I just don't think it's as funny. And I, I, I wonder if the gimmick would have faded really fast of like, look at this, look at they this funny farm stuff. Like, oh, they're going into and, town to yeah. buy yarn and it's this caricature of a farm. Yeah, I mean, that seems like, yeah, the like well, other times they would comedy. go into buy string. Any, any other things to say about the farm before we move on to the finale? Uh, this is not an actual episode where they feature, but Zeke, Moses' cousin, appears in Junior Salesman when they yeah. bring in all the other characters. Right. They <laughs> ask, how did everyone find out about this role? And Zeke says, well, my cousin Dwight was talking about it in the shower. And Clark says, you were in the shower or he was in the shower? And he says, we were all in the shower. It's a cow shower. <laughs> and he looks around the room like, can you believe this guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, uh, the finale. Um, I don't, I mean. What about it? I don't know. We're we're back at Troop Farms. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> the finale is the big stage for what is kind of the culmination of Dwight and Angela's arc. Yes. Mm-hmm. It provides a very, very large canvas for that. Um, there is I think it's super interesting that Dwight and Angela's wedding at Shrewd Farms is very different from the version that we would have yeah. seen in the barn mm-hmm. uh, in the surplus. Yes. Um, so I think it's it's a great scene. We get to, it, it sets the stage for Angela to get kidnapped uh, yeah. by Moe's and for Jim and, and Dwight to have the Gutenpronk. Yeah. Uh, yep. Bestest mensch type mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Um, I think that moment where Michael comes in as the best man as a surprise. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but. It's just it's a it's really sets the stage for that kind of thing to take place. Yeah, for an episode that wraps up the character arcs of all the different characters, mm-hmm. um, provides uh, the right sort of moment or scenario or event for them to all be in the same place yeah. to do that. And, yeah, and again, it's like it's just it's the best venue for the show to do stuff like that. It's like mm-hmm. you know they could have what done the like Dwight and Angela were not going to have a wedding in the warehouse or something in the parking lot, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. How, how could you do it in office-related location? The right. only place you could have gone is Shrew Farms. Farms. So it, it's just, it, and it is a perfect way to end, like you said, because it's Dwight and Angela's relationship. True. You know, crossing mm-hmm. the finish line. Very true. And uh, at, right when the show does, and it, it, I, it, was, it was perfect. It worked really well. It is interesting during those scenes in the wedding how much you can see the, just the rolling hills behind Shrewd Farms mm-hmm. and how expansive that rural <laughs> setting really is if it is that close to Scranton. Yeah. Or you wonder what Dwight's daily commute is like. <laughs> I, I I was in kind of outer suburban into rural uh, Philadelphia once for work. And like it, it is it's it's a lot of rolling mm-hmm. hills. But I mean, so much of that is like old, old parcel out land. So there are these big tracks of old buildings mm-hmm. and farmland that are like pretty close to the city. So I would guess Dwight's commute is, you know, in the 30 to 40 minute range. Yeah, I Actually, truly don't know. I wonder if I anyone. Tell you. Oh, you can. Oh, boy. Um, How do you going to yes. tell us? Um, because uh, I did want to mention that uh, Shroot Farms is not in Scranton. It's in Honesdale, Pennsylvania, mm. and that's only because we only know that because uh, better agricultural taxes. Michael there. holds up his Rolodex card about Dwight, oh. and it has his address on it. Um, what a detail! That's great. Yeah, that's, nice. Uh, it's on the TripAdvisor even that it's in Honesdale, forty-three minutes from Scranton. Oh wow! Okay, Dwight. Yeah. Putting in some miles. Well, he like he yeah, loves he, driving that car. That Trans Am, man. Yeah. Hey, that was one of his rules if he was going to become manager. Getting everybody home on time. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> to think that he's commuting an hour and a half every day, hey, working a full job at <laughs> at uh, at Dunder Mifflin and running the farm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a hard a working lot. guy. He's a hard working guy. To his day place. A place for day. And yeah, he yeah. still has time Lowe's for. Calls it his date plan. And he still, for some reason, he drives all the way back to the office for nights of the night meetings, which they have in the conference room. Oh, like, well, what, yeah. Why wouldn't they do that? Perfect place to train a militia out at yeah. Shrew Farms. Um, Maybe he's got a place to crash. He goes. He does laser tag with his buddies too. He's probably not. You know, he's probably driving in the city for that. You wonder what the ping pong setup is like at Shrewd Farms, given that well, he and Moe's love to play so much. That's the that's the only time we see Moe's leave the farm is playing playing ping pong with mm-hmm. Dwight in the warehouse. Well, and uh, to bring the 
what is it a raccoon or oh, the a porcupine raccoon also, that's a, that's that right i forgot in, about uh, that actually, actually you know what i take it back because yeah he also goes to the junior mm-hmm. like salesman uh that mm-hmm. episode it uh-huh. says here you've been a rep at dow chemical <laughs> i've lived with you my entire life i've never once seen you go to work <laughs> Why do you think you'd be a good salesman? People person. People, People person. <laughs> Mose has a natural fear of paper, so he'll be motivated to sell as much of it as possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, any any closing other closing thoughts on on fruit farms? No, it's just fun to examine yeah. uh, another place, another location in the world of the office, and to see how the characters in the show expand out into that place, and how it kind of adds or changes or inflects the tone of the show. It's just yeah. it's a fun one to dig into. Show me that farm. Show me that Show farm. Me that. You wonder if the, when the writers initially were like having Dwight say that he's a bee farmer in conversation, yeah. if they knew it would end up there. That it Who wouldn't knows? go that far. Love to know. But it really works. It's such a it's such a needed kind of respite from the office mm-hmm. that every couple seasons they can do an episode out there. And it's um, I have a Shroot Farms t-shirt. That's right. And I really like it because it's it's really low key. You, on you, it. Like you kind of have to look at it and read it. Yeah. But the office fans that they immediately know what it is. Yeah. And it's a. It's good. I, like I love it. that long sleeve that Dwight wears in Fun Run that it's just spray painted almost. Yeah. Shroot Farm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to a little conference room. Right now. Right now. Conference room. Topic. Hopefully. Let's go. Uh, so for this week's conference room, we are going to look at the bracket. Uh, yes. This is a yes. little bit of a substitute for March Madness uh, for some bracketology. I think um, a very popular thing that's been circulating online, people have sent it to us, and we're really excited to go through it. So I think yep. what we'll do is we're going to go through it, and we're going to kind of vote as a show about which episode we would take, <laughs> and it'll lead to some fun disagreements, hopefully. Um, I'm looking at Again. you, Casual Friday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Again, but right before we jump into this, this is a good time if you want to pause and get... Uh, get it brought up on your screen. Maybe go through it with us. Again, if you search for hashtag Office 15 bracket, um, you should be able to find it. It's blue. It's got the NBC logo in the bottom right-hand corner. Um, so do you guys want to start? Just go top Let's left, do it. work down, and then go down the other side? Yeah, and I think, Sean, you're going to log as we go. That's correct. And then we'll post uh, the one from our show as well as our individual brackets. Yes, we've already all end. done this already but yes. now we'll have to agree on it together and let's let's go through each sort of region like you would in march madness yeah and just figure out to our we'll get to our final four and then we'll talk copy that about what we're doing but let, yeah, let's start in that top left corner here we go dinner party season four episode nine versus the client season two episode seven did I anyone think, take the client no i think dinner nope, party okay. is dinner party is a, is a, a clear number one seed in this yes, it is Duke, yeah for sure mm-hmm. booze cruise Season 2, episode 11, versus Casual Friday, season 5, episode 26. Casual Friday, I, ha- I had to recall, was uh, kind of like, you know, after the Michael Scott. Yeah, right after. Arc. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, what do you guys say? I took Booze Cruise. Booze Cruise, for sure. Casual Friday. Oh, oh really? Whoa, 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 wow. whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I, two to one, my friend. My it's Booze Cruise. Let's go. <laughs> We're going. If with I may defend Casual Friday for yeah. only a moment but before we move on, it, I just like. When I approached this whole bracket, I kind of did favor in the office episodes, and um, and I just love the that whole Michael Scott Paper Company arc so much. Uh, that's a great ensemble episode. Um, Booze Cruise, obviously very funny. I just, you know, yep. it feels like a weird episode being out of the office almost the whole time. When I was introducing this and I said, I'm looking at you, Casual Friday, I thought it was Cafe Disco at first glance. Oh, I, but I'm goodness. So I'm glad we had a disagreement here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. Money, season ep- season four, episode seven, versus Good Mi- Goodbye Michael, season seven, episode 22. I took money. Of course you did. I'm taking Goodbye Michael. I took money. Oh, yes, money. let's go, let's go. I uh, thought I thought that was for sure going to win. Money. <laughs> Niagara, but I love Goodbye Michael. Niagara season six episodes four and five versus the Deposition season four episode twelve. I have Niagara. I have Niagara. I have di- uh, the Deposition. Mm. But oh, we will, it is Niagara. We will All right, move ahead with a corny episode. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so now <laughs> now we've got let's uh, let's figure out a uh, dinner the party next versus booze cruise. Are we going all the way to the final four? That's how we're okay. But we'll just it. get to that. We're doing yeah. quadrants. Uh, I think dinner party over booze cruise. I took dinner party. Dinner party, obvious. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, money versus Niagara. Uh, money. I would take money over this. Money. Or money over Niagara. Money Let's 100%. Go, baby. All right. Money versus dinner party. This was the one I was like, these should be in different regions, man. These are your favorite episodes. Dinner party. I took money. Controversial. I'm going to take, take money. I'm, I took money. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Terrible. It what should you be guys, dinner party. What are you guys I doing? only took money because I thought you'd of, take dinner party. Get out of town. No, I'm sorry. I... I I love money. This is an upset. I love this is an upset. money. Dinner- well, I love money too, but you don't have to make it. <laughs> I love dinner party. I, I uh, want to switch it now because it should be dinner party. I thought you were going to take dinner party. I oh, man. Must, no, this is where we're at. As I must show. be true to okay. my heart. Okay. Money is a, money is the first of our final four. Okay, moving. I, to we'll, be clear, if I had to pick one episode of anything, it's dinner party. But I just it's gone now. Money's my is the heartbeat for me. Well, All right, then you you know you got to vote. Boy, people are gonna you got to vote. That people, way, people then. are going to hate us. All right, uh, I'm going to move across the board. The Alliance, mm-hmm. season one, episode four versus Product Recall. Uh, give me the Alliance. Give me the Alliance all day long. Whoa, I said Product Recall. Okay, Product Recall is very, very good, but the Alliance Product is just recall. such a key one for me. <laughs> oh yeah, personally. well, I'll call the ungrateful biatch hotline. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get all that? Every word. Chad Lie, ladder side of life. <laughs> okay, um, sorry. The Alliance wins. Casino yes. night versus the surplus. Casino it's night. Gotta be casino night. See, and I picked the surplus. Really? I'm, I'm wow. I'm so episodes. surprised. You are um, drunk. <laughs> on power. Uh, uh, okay. Because he's writing these down. <laughs> uh, casino night. The Dundies versus business school. It's gotta be the Dundies. I took the Dundies. The Dundies. Dundies How can I explain it? If you take business school, I'm kicking you out. I, ki- I picked Dundies. <laughs> All right. Uh, threat level midnight versus the job. This one was really tough. This is tough. I took the job. I took the job as well. Wow, really? I took yeah. Threat Level Midnight. The job is such an important episode. It really yeah. is. I know. And Threat Level Midnight's great. It's mm. like the job feels structurally important to the show. Threat Level Midnight is a dessert. It's a payoff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Alliance versus Casino Night. Casino Night. I took Casino. What did you have? Um, I mean, these are none of my picks. So okay, I'll okay, go, okay. I'll go casino. Go gut. Okay. Just go gut. Yeah. Um, Dundies versus the job. I took the Dundies. <sighs> I took the Dundies. I take the Dundies as well. Yeah. So Dundies. Dundies versus Casino Night. It's got to be Casino Night. Uh, I took Dundies. I would take Dundies as Ooh, well. Oh, man. I'm sorry. You're killing me. All right. Dundies is... I think the Dundies is one of the is one of the most incredible episodes in the show. It's so good. I do too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Casino Night also, but Casino Night is about a moment, and the That's Dundies true. is about the whole That's kind of how I yeah. thought about Casino it. Casino Night is kind of the moment. <laughs> of the first chapter of The Office. Drug Testing, Season 2, Episode 20, versus Garage Sale, Season 7, Episode 19. Garage Sale, of course, uh, was Holly and uh, and Michael getting engaged, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so which, no thanks. Uh, I, 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 t- I, took, I took Garage Sale. I, I took t- Drug Testing. Drug Testing. All right. Drug Testing it is. Um, Benihana Christmas versus Christmas Party. I went back and forth on this so much. I did too. I, did, I went Christmas Party. I went Benihana. I went Christmas party. Man. Um, <laughs> we keep giving Sean the deciding vote. <laughs> it, it's just in the order of who says it. Yeah. You know, murder, yeah. murder versus sexual harassment. <laughs> murder. I took murder. Murder. Absolutely. I know you took murder. murder is, Your is favorite perhaps episode. my favorite episode, even though, well, I'll get to that. Um, injury versus fun run. I had the injury. I took fun run. Injury. So injury it is. Uh, drug testing versus Christmas party. Uh, I didn't have either of these picks. Ooh, uh, Chris, I, I might, I'm, I'm gonna switch to Christmas party. I'll go Christmas party. Uh, okay, I would have gone drug testing, but it's Christmas party. Um, murder versus the injury. I had fun run going through, so I will go with the injury. So that's what I had. Yeah, I actually went with the injury. Oh, there it is. Over murder. It's. I love the it, it just I, I you know it, it, it's a personal thing for murder and mm-hmm. I just had to I had to think about everything in the episode anyways Stanley uh, I, what does this look like to you <laughs> mailboxes etc <laughs> <laughs> Christmas party versus the injury 
None of these were all off my board. I had the injury. I had the injury. It's the injury. Injury. Yeah. yeah. Making yeah, a deep yeah, run. Injury. Yep. All right. Last Safety training, season three, episode twenty, versus broke, season five, episode twenty-five. Give me broke. Uh, give me safety training. Broke. Good. It is. <laughs> Michael Scott. Michael Scott Paper Company arc. Mm-hmm. Gotta gotta have it. The finale. Cool. Great. The finale, season nine, episode twenty-four versus Branch Wars, season four, episode six. Branch Br- Wars. I took Branch Wars. Branch Wars, yeah, obviously. It, yeah. uh, obviously, Scott's Tots versus Diversity Day. Tough one. I went back and forth on Tough this one quite one. a bit. I think some folks out there really don't love Scott's Tots, so it might be easier. Diversity Day is such a classic where'd you guys go i want to hear what alex thinks i said scott's tots diversity day i took scott's tots you did (laughs) but you just said diversity day just now diversity day is a classic i have scott's tots written on my thing with diversity day crossed out you're gonna vote scott's tots yeah that was the vote i had all right I had I had diversity day I, for sure. One might argue Scott's sure. toss is the culmination of what Michael learned. <laughs> that is an upset for sure. Yes, that it, is an upset. It's for tough. Sure. It's yeah. tough. This one. That, that I'm not going to. This is a this is a twelve over a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. That's yeah. Pool party season eight episode twelve versus stress relief season five episode Th- fourteen fifteen. Stress relief. Stress relief. Obvious. This was a one versus sixteen. <laughs> yeah, this was yeah. the pool party was the play in. Yeah. Pool party. Yeah, first yeah I was yeah. kind of like they were just they, they were reaching one shining moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The finale is the only season nine uh, episode that should be on here. Um, the finale is the team with like a lot of veterans, like a lot of seniors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just always in. Yeah, but they never win. It was like what broke versus branch wars. I want branch wars. I didn't know. Oh, uh, I would have taken. Oh, I'm, I probably would have taken broke. I took Branch Wars. Branch Wars, it is. Love it. Let's let's do it. Branch Wars Although it that is. that's a tough one for me. Mm-hmm. Broke. Boy, the southeast also, bracket again. Yeah. Scott Don't forget company. the final th- finer things club in Branch Wars. That's oh yeah, oh, yeah I yeah, know, so good. Um, <laughs> I cut off a chunk of my penis for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or real bombs. <laughs> uh, Scott's Tots versus Stress Relief. I'm, oh, stress relief. Stress relief. Stress relief. Me, yeah, and it's yeah. Branch Wars versus Stress Relief. Come on. I'm also taking I'm Stress Relief. Just sticking stress with Stress Relief. All right, so Sean, what is our final four at this stage? You guys, what we have now is Money versus Injury and Dundee's versus Stress Relief. Whoa. I can't believe Dinner Party's not in there. And I take responsibility for it. Yeah, that man. Was, I didn't think that was going to happen. I, 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 I wrote down Money, money like, uh, I just want to give it props. It, no way it could be. But uh, this it's, is exa- it's not your fault. The Asabuco needs to braise for like four to six. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> this is oddly enough my exact final four. Really? Yeah. No way. We didn't get here the same My final way, four but... was money, Dundee's, stress relief, fun run. My final four is dinner party, casino night, the injury, stress relief. Wow. That's, a, that's also a perfect final four. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Money versus the injury. Where are we going to go? Oh, man. This is difficult. Uh, I'll take the injury. Alex, I'm, I'm, I mean, money's my dark horse. Mm-hmm. Money is my uh, CJ McCollum on Lehigh. I'm taking mm-hmm. okay. money. I went with the injury. Whoa. Nice. Okay. Nice. All right. So, so the injury surprise finalist. Wow. Yeah. All right. And Let's go. Dun- but- Butler Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now Dundee's versus stress relief. <sighs> I will go stress relief. My gut says stress relief. Cause it's a two parter. Stress relief is uh, also where I went. Okay. So we are now in the finals. Injury versus stress relief. Man. I'm going to go. St- I got to go stress relief. That's my gut call. I would also go stress relief. Okay. We're going stress there relief. There it is. Would you, have, would you have said the injury or stress relief? The injury is my. Is your winner. That's your Is jam. my winner nice. on my bracket. Yeah. Nice. Um. But uh, I am perfectly happy with Stress Relief being our winner. That makes perfect sense. Uh, that was really fun. That was um, really fun. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if everybody at home, uh, some people have already started to send us our, your brackets. Yeah. So thank you very much for sending those. I think, uh, you know, we'll, um, you know, I don't know if we, mm-hmm. we can share them, but mm-hmm. maybe. Look, if, if, you if, if, yeah. if you took dinner party to the championship, we understand. It's a, it's a safe pick, but it's a boring <laughs> pick. Everyone's going to do that. Yeah. You know, it's like, if oh. you picked pool party, great. Like, get, get out of here. <laughs> do you Party's guys fine. want to share what your final winners were? 
Um, yeah, I mean, mine, my, I mean, mine was injury. What was? I had money versus Dundies in the finals. I took money. Nice. Uh, I had dinner party versus casino night in the finals. Wow. And I'm taking casino night. Wow. I feel a lot like Ryan voting for Oscar. Got to mix it up. <laughs> mix it up. Um, yeah, yeah. Casino night is masterpiece. I think stress relief no is objectively probably the strongest episode in the show. Totally. Yeah. But it's like, you know, Duke or whatever always loses to Michigan State or something like that. <laughs> the injury, I mean? the, once it won on my bracket, I went back and watched it and I was just like, this is just such a perfect office episode there's something very cozy about it it all all happens in the office i mean besides dwight being different acting differently because you mean he concussed can, concussed <laughs> thank you being different. um <laughs> um but just like that he's different than his normal character besides that it's almost like a perfect office episode michael is being childish and and uh you know stupid and uh you know dramatic and needy uh, inappropriate. All the things we love about Michael. <laughs> There's a lot of physical comedy that's great in this. Uh-huh. Um, it, 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 I just thought it had everything, and it's in its early season. To, it's early in the show too. Wait, I have country crock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need you to rub butter on my foot. <laughs> Ryan, who's supposed to be dead. Yeah. The gas station in Carbondale did not have fresh yams. Really? Uh, because they always have yams. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was really fun. Everybody at home, please send us your brackets. We just mm-hmm. love looking at them. And, and, uh, yeah. It's fun to think of this, too, as like a competition where you have upsets yeah. and I know. Yeah. Higher, stronger episodes versus weaker episodes and not just necessarily picking your favorite. I mean, obviously, that's part of it, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just fun to kind of think of it in, in that regard. And just fun. like March Madness, I was like emotionally connected yeah. to some episodes. One, hey, one shining moment for, these, <laughs> for the injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, time for some trivia. Let's just do our thing collect our hardware, and get the hell home. All right, gentlemen, this trivia, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, comes from the other Edwin, (laughs) who has sent us messages. He did our fan-prepared trivia before, and he sent us another one. Um, I think he... I think he was, you know, a greenhorn. He went to battle. He saw the realities of it, had to go back, reloaded, and here he is again. Um... I don't know, this is going to be hard. I'm a little nervous about this one. Yeah, he, uh, he sent this in. He says, uh, Jane's, uh, Two Janes Productions presents mm-hmm. Jane's Two gang, Janes. <laughs> a, a Janes Gang Joint. Edwin Proof Trivia. The Fall oh, of Dixon boy. City Janes. Jeez. Okay. Right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Question one. What is the opening to Bullfrog and Love before the instruments join in with music? The lyrics. Croak, 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 bullfrog in love. That, that. Before the instruments. Oh. I'll be your croak, madame. You'll be, <laughs> I'll be my croak, croak monsieur. monsieur. That's yeah. what I thought it was. But he says, stars in her eyes, tongue full of lives. Would you like to share my path? Oh, yeah. Then he oh, starts singing. that's right. Sure. Yeah, yep. yeah. Wow. Would you like to share my yep. path? Yes. Yeah. Question number two. In the seminar, after Andy introduces himself to the group, a woman responds with a greeting in return. What is her name? Hi, Nardog. I'm Lou Peachum. Yes, correct. Wow. <laughs> Question three. What's the issue in Kelly's room that she's telling Jim about when she moves to the annex during the carpet? The first scene they use to show how annoyed Jim is sitting back there. Wait, the question so, is... So there's an issue with Kelly's room that she's complaining about. This is when Jim first moves back to the annex. I'm sorry, can you turn down the music just a little bit? It's... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Sorry. No, that's okay. It's down. very, it's different. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. 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 Um, no. Yeah. What's yeah. the, what's the question again? The what's issue? the issue in Kelly's room that she's telling Jim about when Jim first moves into the annex during the carpet? Um, it's complaining to Jim about something. I don't know. Something about a window. I no, her closet doors won't shut. Oh, yes. Mm. Uh, in question, uh, question four, Dwight mentions that garbage the cat has proven useful by doing what? Eating garbage? No, killing Kill- a family of raccoons. Oh, you killing a uh, family uh, of raccoons? No, I was going to say rats. Oh, so. close. Question five. How many places did Michael and Dwight plan on taking gift baskets? As in, how many gift baskets did they prepare and bring? Somewhere between four, four and six. Seven. Uh, seven. <sighs> Kelly mentions she's having trouble going to bed during the carpet due to back problems. Mm-hmm. What time does she say she tries to go to bed every night? These are impossible. It's like 9.30. It's 9.30, correct. Yeah. All right. Wow. On the nose. All right. I He's got coming back. <laughs> Here he goes. Yeah. Question seven. In the duel, Michael asks, how so, in response to Angela, into finding out Angela is crazy in bed? What are Dwight's answers? No, she's wonderful. Or something like that, no. 
No, and this is when oh, Michael's like, else. oh, how, how is she in bed? And Dwight doesn't want to say, and then he kind of side looks. Oh, and then he says? What Eager say? and flexible. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, what are Michael and Pam's ages during Michael Scott Paper Company? Pam is 26. No. 27? No. Michael is 44. Okay. Pam is 30. 30, okay. What is the address to Jim's house? Jim and Pam's house. Oh, gosh. No. Oh, oh, oh. my God. I know it. Oh, shoot. Linden, I know that Linden you know Ave. This. Yes. Yes. No. I know you know this. Like 743. Close. 383. Okay. Linden Ave. Yeah. Linden Ave. Final question. Mm-hmm. In the picture okay. of Michael and Ed Truck from the newsletter okay. way back in the day, <laughs> what part of the outfit is Michael matching with his tie? What part of Michael's own outfit is he matching with, he his match tie? with his tie? It's a no. notable item he's wearing in that picture. It's like a belt or something. He's only wearing like a short sleeve dress shirt or something Close. like that. It's like a belt. Oh, a belt suspenders? You, a belt you can carry things in. A fanny pack? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> funny. matches his fanny pack <laughs> with his tie. That's good. That was awesome. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for sending that. Thank you, that. other yeah. Edwin. You know, I think the only way to resolve this is you must prepare some trivia for this I have Edwin. To make trivia. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call this Edwin for a show later on and he's going to do trivia. That right. would be yeah, so much fun. Something. Yeah. I think that's what we got to do. But yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. No, Edwin. thank you for we that. Really I really appreciate it. it. Yeah, that is it's great. All, it's man. all fun. Yeah. 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 Thanks, other Edwin. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you, everyone, for, for all the things that you guys send us. Um, we're going to do a mailbag soon. Um, thank you for all the questions and comments that you send us. Mm-hmm. It means so much. And uh, you can call us and leave us a message, 503-694-9314. We have an email address, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. We're on Mm. Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott Podcast Company. And we're on Twitter, at Michael Scott Pod. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. Special Mm. thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who runs our social media and designs all our artwork. And we recorded this episode at at the Ward Brother Residence in Portland, Oregon. Oh, hi, everybody. It's Ping. And I'm here to say goodbye to all you wonderful people. Thank you, everybody. You've been so wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Ping, give me this up. Yes, yes sir. sir. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.